Hello, everyone. Hi, Simon. Hello. Hello. I think you you said you wanted to start off talking about something. I'm concerned about Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I feel like it just came out. Like we've been playing Warzone, having a good time. Blah blah blah. But now they're coming out with Cold War, which is right. a new game. It's like hold, pump the brakes. That's Activision, man. Activision. They've been pumping out a Call of Duty every year for. Like a decade, but now, it, it feels, feels like. it feels like Modern Warfare is doing really well. I'm why, sure. Why yeah. not just say, "Hey, let's let this one sit and sort of do its thing," or put because some because Bobby into Kotick it. has to make three billion dollars this year. Thick. Oh. That's right. If it ain't broke, fix it. <laughs> yeah, fix it till it breaks. Uh, it looks interesting. Like it they're does. doing the whole '80s thing and the uh, Reagan. Yeah, Reagan's in it. And this was interesting. The way that they... <laughs> they dug Reagan up. They got him in there. Yeah, yeah, the way that they, I guess, allowed you to see what was going on was within Warzone. So they had this thing in Warzone where you go, you do like a little scavenger hunt, blah, blah, blah. At some points, you have to work together with other people. So you do these things, and then you have to rush to the stadium, and then they show you the complete trailer for the game. So I had to work to see the trailer oh it's like one of those some it's like some of those battlefield easter eggs where you got to push a thousand buttons in just to see it uh, wasn't uh, that hard yeah it was okay. it was very hand holdy oh yeah so they i mean obviously they wanted people to see it yes but still like you look at a game like rainbow six that god how long ago did that come out and it still has a great player base they've taken care of the game they've people still buy it now, question: Cold War is Cold War going to have that battle royale mode, or is it is it just going to be like single player campaign and like your standard Call of Duty multiplayer? I have no idea. Okay, is it survival? I think it might. I think it might. That'd be, be interesting. Yeah, I'd play a Call of Duty survival game. Mm -hmm. It's like you're like open world. Yep. It's like enemy encampments. You got to make a you got to make a fire every now and then. Got to hunt some deer. Build a base. Yeah. Cook some stew. Yeah. And Call of Duty makes no sense. Like a game is so arcadey. You know what I miss? I miss watching Absro play Call of Duty. The campaign. Well, yeah, you, uh, Neebs would usually play it because I remember yelling at him a lot. So was it Neebs? Yeah, I played a lot. We should do that again. That was fun. With Cold War? Yeah. Go for it. I remember hating the ending of that game. I would edit that if I didn't have to play because that's kind of... Fun. It was fun to watch those the spectacle. Like Call it Call of Duty games usually have a insane amount of spectacle. Yeah, they're yeah, good. Even the, one, even the one we played at the end, I think you're taking control of a space satellite or something like that, mm -hmm. a space yeah. weapon. So you got the one mission. You're on the ground. It's like I'm going to take control. Then you boom. You're up in space. You're controlling a guy. All right, weapons active. Then you're back on the ground and you're seeing this giant laser come down from space, hitting the enemy tanks. Like yeah. It, it's cool. I remember liking the thing in the stadium where you got that like sniper yeah. remote gun mm -hmm. and you were just taking everybody out. That was fun. Yeah. Call of Duty Call of Duty's is uh, usually with their campaigns, they've always had that Michael Bay whatever, we don't yeah. give a shit. This is just spectacle. Yes. This is just fun. But then there's those moments where you like you're like, No, don't walk in that room because they're gonna ambush you. Yeah, of course. And they walk in, it's like, Okay, <laughs> You just walked into the room. Listen, Call of Duty is not known for its strong writing. Listen, yeah. that's why it's fun to watch. You get the shit on it when you watch it. It it's mm -hmm. it was always fun to watch those. No, it, it is it is like it's playing a bad action movie. Yes. Those Call of Duty games is kind of what you're doing. Now the most recent one, Modern Warfare, I didn't play the single player, but I actually heard good things about it and it turns out I knew the guy who wrote it. Oh yeah. A guy named an actor named Brian Bloom. 
And years ago, I used, when I lived in Los Angeles, I used to work at this gym and Brian used to come in there and I recognized him because he was on the series Oz and him and I would just talk every once in a while. We weren't like bros or anything, but he was super friendly and, uh, you know, it was nice to see him as a writer on Modern Warfare, but I heard good things about it. I just don't get into single player anymore unless it's Star Wars. All right. I think there's, I wonder if there's any bad places like that where he walks into the room and gets ambushed and, and the viewer's like... Don't do it. Did anybody have... What do you think about Civil War? Civil War what? Uh, what what's his about? name? Captain America. Oh, the movie? Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. That that story for me was like, we just want the good guys to fight each other. How, mm-hmm. can, how can we write that? And it felt, especially at the end when Iron Man and Captain America are going at it because of... I'm not going to spoil anything. Well, it kind of did already. All right. But listen, (laughs) don't you think Iron Man would have said, yeah, you got brain stuff going on. No, you killed my mama. Yeah, I'm going to fight you. I'm mad. I'm mad at you. Give me that metal arm. I'm going to beat your ass with your metal arm. Yeah. That would have been fun. They should have done that. He ripped, <laughs> ripped his arm, arm off, off and just beat he's him with slapping it. himself. <laughs> and, he, and he says, hit yourself, hit I mean, yourself. <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, comic book movies, again, um, I mean, the Marvel movies are done very well. But are they well written? Or are they Shakespeare? No. They're usually oh, above average, not. I think, They're usually the above a- average, but they're not They're not like Shawshank. Or they, you know, they're not like a movie made like with writing in mind. No. There's some right. bad ones. There's some really bad ones. Like, but even the best ones, if you look at it, like, cause listen, I, I've I've watched a lot of Marvel movies and I can find myself enjoying them, but oftentimes I step back and I realize how ridiculous it is. Like, look at us. Like, you, we'll look at like uh, different countries and we'll see like these crazy movies that we watch and we think it's so ridiculous because they're like, you know, like some some Asian movies have these really just interesting characters that are superheroes and we think they're so weird and it's laughable but it's the same stuff this whole this whole superhero dressing up in costumes being in big serious movies and making love to each other isn't it isn't it all just absolutely but but it's fucking ridiculous but sometimes it's ridiculous but it's fun to watch i know somewhat grounded like iron man you're like okay i could see if someone had the technology and they pulled this off like the the Russian version of uh, whatever was the bear with the turret. Oh yeah, we watched that. That was on a uh, uh, Neebs and I uh, during our lunch break. Um, sometimes have been watching Corridor Crew, mm-hmm. and they always have, they have this like wonderful little series where they're just reacting to crazy fucking movies. Yeah, but there is a it's basically Russian Avengers. Russian Avengers. Um, they're one of their heroes is a man that can turn into a bear who also has a minigun. Minigun on his back. Okay. A bear, a bear with a big minigun on it. And back. I want to see it. I want to see it too because yeah. it's like that looks ridiculous. Yeah, that looks it does. Fun. It does. But it's crazy that we. But have it's crazy. This... It's ridiculous. Yeah, and it's not. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like Thor's a sex symbol. Who? Thor. 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 Okay. Sure. Yeah. That's. I think that's just strange. Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Hemsworth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. Now he has a brother who dated Miley Cyrus, and I just learned Liam recently. Not to say Ray in between Miley and Cyrus. Did the Ray get lost? Oh, because you're thinking of uh, Billy Ray. Billy Ray. Yeah. 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 I just figured all the Cyruses get a Ray. Yeah. But they don't. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. You get a Ray. You no, get they, a Ray. You she get had a, a sister Ray. named Noah or something like that. Noah Ray? Noah Ray Cyrus. Yeah. Cool. Well, there's one other Hemsworth <laughs> brother as well, who I believe Which is one was in, uh, Jed. One of them was in the, the new Independence Day, not the re- but the sequel. 
Okay. Independence Day Revenge. I forget what it was called. Um, but it, it just looked like fake Thor, fake Chris Hemsworth to me because I'm so used to seeing him <laughs> as Thor. It's like, this looks just like an off-brand Chris Hemsworth. Now, there's a lot of those. Like the Baldwins have those. Yes, yeah. You know who else had, had one of those? What's his name? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Patrick uh, Swayze? Swayze? Patrick Swayze. He had a brother. Had an off-brand. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know that. It feels so mean to like the, the, the brothers of these actors that win this wonderful role to play Thor. Yeah. Like you demean him like, eh, you get Independence Day. Yeah, Liam's done some good stuff or some big things. I think he was in one of the... Uh, Hunger Games. One of the Hunger Games, yeah. But Luke Hemsworth, oh, gotcha. he's the kind of, I guess, Stephen Baldwin of the group. So he's the other kid. He's okay. the other... I don't... See, I don't know the Baldwins. You don't know the Baldwins. Uh, well, I know Alec. Alec Baldwin, and I know the one that was in Firefly, but I don't even think they're related. No, they're not related. Yeah, there's there's a group of Baldwin brothers who are I know all about. Actors. I know about the group of Baldwins, yeah. but I could only point out Alec. I know Steven because one of the first movies, actually the first movie I ever worked on, which was called Virus, starring Jamie Lee Curtis, Donald Sutherland, and Steve Baldwin. Oh, Whoa. boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I worked on that. And I was starstruck because I'd never seen a movie star before. Wow, it's Steve Baldwin. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Luke Hemsworth, Thor's brother, was in Thor Ragnarok as Thor in the play within the film. That's, that's brilliant. Okay. Oh, that's, that's really yeah. Funny. Along with, what's his name? Born Identity. Yeah, that's right. He was Loki, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, fuck, uh, Matt, Matt. Matt Damon. Matt Damon? Matt Damon, Matt, Matt, Matt Damon yeah. Matt Damon, Damon was Thor's brother in that stupid play. Yep. What, he was, he was Loki? He was he was uh, the play version of Loki. Play Loki. Yeah, yeah. that's what right. I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Funny fact, Marvel based that scene off of our scene the in Rallius and Associates. They did. From this day forward, anyone living in fear, anyone being oppressed, anyone losing their grip on freedom, can turn to Neebs and Associates. Oh, what's that, Drac? Well, thank you, Drac. I have been working out. God, what thieves. Yeah, it felt like when I first saw it, I kind of thought the same thing. It's like, they, we, wait, we did this. We did yeah. it a decade ago. The writers over there are just watching Duralius. They're big stealing ideas. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> they contributed to our Kickstarter. Probably did. That's a, they, they probably the, the three guys that funded it. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of the Kickstarter, like I know we had talked about, like uh, uh, I don't know if we ever talked about it on the podcast, but I I'm very big fan of Ozzy Man, and he was someone who did give to our Kickstarter. That's what, right. What should we do? Because he said he was down for a collab. I mean, and it's like, hey, you know. Spa day. We fly him here. We do a spa day. Oh, God. Don't Perfect. tempt me. I would love to do a spa day. I will set that up. Okay. Set it up. We're going to have to wait till the vaccine. Come on. You won't let me pay for it, though, with the company money, will you? No. Pay for it with your money. No. Company and money. And if it makes money, we'll reimburse you. <laughs> I need company money. Yeah, that's, that's money a good idea. Now. Well, that wasn't my no, idea. Use your own money, and if it works, then you get company. Yeah. All right. You know how money money works around here. We all say yes, and then we do it. It's not okay. Well, then I yeah. well, then I think I'd rather go to Australia for a little trip. We all go there. We have a spa day. No one person. Australian spa day. You're gonna pay. For, I'm gonna pay for me. Just me. 
You guys, I'm not paying for you guys to come. You'd be miserable without us. Oh. If you went there by yourself. Me and me and Mr. Ozzy Man would have a great time together. I don't think he'd spend the whole time with you. No, I think he'd no. say, you got me for two hours. I would hang out with him for two hours. We'd have a great time. And then I'd go find uh, you know, some other people to chill with. Okay. Now, listen, I got another fun thing to talk about with uh, Abstro, your buddy, Meat Canyon, right? Just did a Kickstarter. Yeah. Because he's an animator. Yes, and he wanted to do his own original series. He asked for 100K. Let me see what he's at right now. Yeah. So he's, uh, you know how much work goes in animation. And uh, he's trying to do it. Now, Abstro's like, go for it. Yeah, I wonder what he's trying to produce with that. Like, it's a series, but how many episodes and how many minutes per? Yeah, so uh, he's, he's trying to make this series called Monster Lab. He's a, he's a wonderful animator. Our friend Fantashow is mm-hmm. actually working with him right now. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Fantashow, Fantashow did that uh, the wonderful anim- the church. Oh, yeah. yeah. The church animation. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. He's, he's a great animator, but uh, he and Meat Canyon are working together. But Meat Canyon's trying to make a show called Monster Lab. He wanted to raise $100,000. Right now, he's sitting at... Uh, one hundred and forty-two thousand yeah. dollars. So he's killing it. Nice, That's awesome. That's great. And I knew he'd do it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's like, man, like, uh, yeah. Listen, like, he's got a, he's got a really good thing going on. It's like a really cool style. That's great, dude. Your aud- an audience will support you wanting to make stuff. I remember when you got your first deal with Escapist to do Apocalypse Lane. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> You're going to be able to make this whole universe mm-hmm. of characters and locations, and it was just the coolest thing. Oh, uh, yeah. And the budget wasn't hardly anything. No, God. But you and I were where the place has changed restaurants three times now. It used to be a Chinese Louis. buffet. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. It's a uh, roll on in right now, but yeah. Yeah, but then it was uh, Flamin'. Flamin' Amy's. Mm-hmm. Flamin' Bowl. God, I wish that was still there. And yeah. now it's a, uh, I don't know how they're still open. Now I'd say... Uh, 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 it's like a Poke Bowl <laughs> slash... Yeah. Uh, rap kind of place. Yeah, it's a place that wants to give you more noodles than food. But we were just sitting there going, man, this is so great. And you got all these sketches for characters mm-hmm. you're going to make. And yeah. Then, uh, but yeah, for him to hit that that goal with Kickstarter is yeah, exciting. Be, there's something, there's, there's that excitement of making your own anim- like like animated series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I hope and I hope he's feeling that like he's got uh, he's got that excitement behind him right now. It's like I get to make whatever I want to make. Yeah. And I mean with that funding, he can probably make it for a, a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think he was trying to do eight episodes with that, or you know, it might be six. I forgot. Yeah. That's well, awesome. He surpassed his goal, so yeah. he's probably gonna make it more. But yeah, good for him. That's great. That's great. And we felt the same thing when when Drally's got a green light. Yeah. Also crazy low budget. Yeah. But we got to create this world and uh. And then we did a Kickstarter to continue that. Yeah. (laughs) Now, that's the thing. It's like, uh, that's uh, that's what I want to tell a lot of creators out there. Um, A lot of creators are afraid to ask the audience uh, to support them. Mm -hmm. But if you create something original and you gather an audience, that audience wants to see more of what you create. Yeah. They are willing to fund you to see, to, to let you do that. Yeah. It's like, and a lot of creators are like shy or a little sheepish about asking the audience for money, and I get it. It can be weird. It's like you don't, you know, you don't, you don't want to ask for too much or something that's kind of out of this world, but you want to be able to say, "I have this idea. I want to make this. Will you guys support me?" No artist or creator should be afraid to do that because it's either going to fail or it's going to succeed. Yeah, and that's the nice thing about Kickstarter. Kickstarter is a. Uh, if if this works, it works, and if not, oh well, that's it's done. Right. Yep. They just don't. It just doesn't process. So yeah. So uh, there's nothing wrong with having like being a creator, having an idea, asking an audience to support you. So don't feel bad about doing that. Yeah. Ever. 
Because if you love something, mm-hmm. like if I knew I needed to contribute for there to be a Deadpool 3. <laughs> you would probably throw a little money <laughs> in the Deadpool or, 3. Or a, an Alita sequel, sequel. Absolutely. Battle Angel. Yeah, I want, Part I, two. I want to see right. Battle Angel 2 as well. Now, let's just say, like, you know, I always, I always thought this would be interesting if you could somehow with entertainment, like, package it, like, for what was the, the name of the, the one that you want to remake, Neebs? What, Battle Angel? Yeah, Battle Angel. So let's just say... want to remake it. He wants to see a sequel. Okay, a sequel. so let's just say sequel. They have a. They end up having a Kickstarter for a sequel. Just, I'm using it as an example, right? But let's just say they had like $1,000 that you could donate. But you know what? If the film does well, you could actually get a return on that because when you donate a certain amount of money up to a certain amount of money, you end up... It ends up being some sort of like a little investment. Uh-huh. I think that'd be awesome. You know, that'd be interesting if you if you could figure that out. It's a it's a it's an accounting nightmare a little bit. Yeah. If, yeah. if if the if the system you built at the Kickstarter you built could automate that. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that working. But yeah. yeah. That would be that would be interesting to do in the future. Of like, I got yeah. this idea. I want to make this. If this thing is profitable, the people that help support this get kickbacks. Yeah. Not yeah. exactly. Not only are they getting it for free to see, because if you think about it, like if somebody and it's, and I'm very happy for the people who raise money, but if you raise like $20 million to make a movie and all the people are, that are giving you the money are just getting to see the movie, you're getting a really fucking sweet return. You know what I'm saying? Like you're yeah, getting all yeah. this if shit given well. to you. It's if the movie does well, even if the movie doesn't do well. Oh, speaking of uh, other creators we know that are doing very well right now. Um, do you guys know who the community manager is on Fall Guys? Wait, oh, I yeah. do. I told you. Okay. Oliver, age 24. That's it, yeah. Oliver, our buddy. So if you don't know who Oliver, age 24 is, he has a YouTube channel, and he used to draw a lot of things, didn't he? He, he had this gimmick. Um, we found his YouTube channel. He would he would do like a, a drawing of Spider-Man. He's like, all right, I'm going to show you guys how to draw Spider-Man in 3D. And he would produce probably the shittiest drawing of Spider-Man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Tutorial. The, 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 the way he delivered he it was hilarious. It right. was just a very just confident in himself. This is the best way to draw Spider-Man. Yeah. It was it was a fun gimmick for an art show or whatever. Yeah, and we, we reached out to Oliver because I don't know how we found his channel, but we were we were decided let's let's collaborate on Duralix and Associates and bring in other YouTubers and that way they can share our show with their community, mm-hmm. and he was a he did a cameo in one of our Duralis and Associates. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the episode with the religious nuts. Right? I believe yeah, so. They were, uh, the, yeah, the people that lived in the little walled-in yeah. community. They never uh-huh. let anybody go out, and uh, and yeah, his community came and watched it, and it brought awareness to the show. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he was a great guy to work with. So, uh, but yeah, I thought I, like I I saw it the other day. Uh, I think I I must follow him on Twitter. But he made a post and I I put two into together. It was like, holy shit, you're the you're the community manager on Fall Guys right now. That game's killing it. Yeah, that game's really popular. Yeah, now. it's a brilliant game. Like it's uh, the simplicity of it. Like. Is, is brilliant. Uh, Anybody can pick that up and play it. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of people on social media have been asking for a video from us. They're like, hey, why? this is like a perfect game for you guys. Yeah. We would have to sit down and play it for a long time to like because we're not winners, uh, at least not in that game. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but, look, I've, co- I've come in second place. Yeah, no. Well, okay. The stream, listen, the stream that we did when we played it, they were, there could have been easily several videos in there because there were times where we all did well and it was fun. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all you need. Uh, you don't need. We don't need to be good at this. We just need to get in it. The only thing they got to fix in that game 
is where you can create a private lobby for you and your 59 friends. Right. <laughs> that would be that would be great if you could yeah. have private servers. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. And just say like, "All right, I'm going to I'm going to create a server, everybody hop in there." Cuz yeah, yeah. For, I mean, but that's for such a niche kind of uh, uh like it's for guys streamers. like Yeah, it's Every for streamers, streamer it's for that. guys like us, yeah. Yeah. But it's not for the ma- I mean, they they are obviously going for mass appeal. Like the game's very very simple. Yeah. It's it, just it's just run, jump, climb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. Now, Who gets there first? Now, Abstro, you, we've talked about you finished Ghost of Tsushima, right? I not only finished it, I started it over. Right. Oh. To me, that it, dude, that game is uh, that game was like watching a really, really good movie. You're like, man, I enjoyed that so much. I'm gonna start over. Also, um, I love the combat system so much in that. When I played through the first time, I played it on medium, and I just kind of blew through the story. I didn't do a lot of the side quest. But okay. now I want to go back. I'm putting it on hard, ah. and I'm just going to casually play it. I can do a lot of more of the side quests and things like that because I love that combat system. I love that game. I love that world. And, yeah, I yeah. Anyway, what were you asking? Well, there's another game coming out that's kind of similar, I guess. It's called Black Myth Wukong. Black Myth. You're like okay. some Asian monkey wolf man with all these powers. It's a beautiful-looking game. Like, the I'm... I pulled up the uh, the tra- there's like 13 minutes of gameplay, and let me look like it up he, real quick. You can be a a bee. What's you, it you called? You can turn into like a black myth Wukong. It looks insane, like it's just so gorgeous. It's like uh, on the scale of yeah, I, I don't know Bumblebee. Yeah, I saw this uh, picture because it's so strange looking. Uh, the the I guess the monkey guy. Yeah, you're like a monkey wolf, man. Yeah, kind of like something from Planet of the Apes. Okay, I'm, I'm looking at footage right now of a, a bee flying around. You can play as a bee. You can play as the bee. You can travel as the bee, and then you turn into some sort of Asian monkey wolf man. Uh, oh, wow. okay, so there's like like there's animals in this world. I just saw he passed a guy with like a fox face. Yeah, and if you're a bee, I guess everyone ignores you because like, that's just a bee. Yeah, it's just a bee. That's not Abstro coming to Mm-mm. kill everybody. Okay, now I'm watching a little bit of the gameplay here. Looks like you have a uh, boast. Is this based on like the the Legend of the Monkey King? That's like an old. Is it Japanese? Shit, I'm bad when it comes. I to don't like, know, Japanese man. Or Chinese. Well, yeah, I see this Indian. guy. I'm watching this guy like twirling around that that stick that's the got fire that, yeah. on. Yeah. That looks oh, beautiful. I was just watching that same part. Yeah, that's pretty killer, man. Like, this is definitely pretty. Lord and if you how. go to the end of the 13 minutes and look at some of the bosses that you have to fight, these things look insane. So is this like a Dark Souls type of thing? Holy shit. Yeah, wow. Now I'm looking at what you're talking about. These fighting giants. giant creatures. Dude, this is absolutely Monkey King. He's, he's riding around on a cloud. cloud. Yeah. yeah. It's based on, um. oh, God, he's fighting a lot of people there. Dude, this looks sick. Yeah, yeah. this is why I, w- I want to watch you guys play games more. Because <laughs> this, <shit, laughs> this is entertaining to me. Just like you were playing whatever it is that you were playing in Absur, and you're like, my wife has to watch. It's like, it's entertaining. Oh, yeah, that was uh, The Last of Us, things yeah. like that. But this has to be based on the Monkey King. Uh, like, I, the only reason I know that is because I'm a, 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 dra- a Dragon Ball fan, uh-huh. and the original Dragon Ball was based on the same thing. Little Goku has a tail, flies around on a little cloud. Yeah, I don't, I don't know any of this. It's kind of the origin story. Yeah. So when does this come out? Uh, I have no idea. But when it, it does, looks, it looks really cool. Oh God, look at that big beetle, big rolling beetle. Yep. Beetle monster. 
So it's obviously very, com- you know, combat focused. I wonder if it's like a Dark Souls-esque type game. Anyway, yeah, it looks gorgeous. Either that or like God of War-ish. Thick, would you play that? Yeah, play that. Well, why don't you play it and I'll watch you and whoever else wants to watch. Yeah, why not? It looks too damn... I mean, as long as it plays well and you go, okay, the mechanics work, everything works, it's all good. And as long as it's also not like a 40-hour game. Like... No. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the thing with a lot of these playthroughs. It's like, oof. Like, we couldn't do a playthrough of Ghost of Tsushima because it's a long one. Right. It's a great game, but... Yeah, but that this game looks incredible. Maybe not a playthrough of this game though, but then how, however we could figure out a way to at least just play it and see some of it, because it looks too cool to not check out. Yeah, right. All right. But I just thought I'd bring that to your attention. It seems like Abstro is something you'd be interested in, and, and I mean, obviously no, visually really cool. we all like it, but yeah, yeah, I I thought that was an interesting looking game. Well, I'm gonna find out when it comes out because I'm curious. I bet you it's going to be on uh, next-gen systems. It's back around to superhero stuff. Did anybody see the uh, the DC games coming out? Yeah. The trailers for those, the Gotham Knights, and then the Suicide Squad? I've seen all the movie trailers. Suicide Squad's not coming out until 2022. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. It's kind of early to be talking about it, it's isn't kind of it? what I thought. I you know, watched yeah. the trailer, and at the end, it's like, 2022. I'm like, what the fuck are you even teasing yeah. me yeah. this Yeah, what right if I had now? a party two years from now and started telling you guys about it? Yeah, like... <laughs> Doesn't make any what sense. We can do. We're just gonna get some pizzas and watch some movies, yeah. have some beers. September, twenty twenty-two. Yeah, it's weird. Every six months, what? So they can have a party about it and be like, "It's coming soon." Yeah, and then it's probably gonna get delayed. Yeah. So yeah, sure it's it odd to me why they would announce that so far out. I mean, I, I, I guess everyone was just hungry for. Everyone wanted to know what that studio was working on, um, Rocksteady, because they did the Batman Arkham games, and I think their last game was Batman Arkham Knight, and then they just kind of. Fell off the map. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, what's, what's Rocksteady working on? What's Rocksteady working on? Mm-hmm. So this was the reveal of what they're working on. It's like a four-player co-op, just uh, not Justice League, kill the Justice League. Suicide yeah. Squad. Suicide Squid. And you thought it looked good? I want to see gameplay. I mean, what I saw was uh, just a CG trailer. Yeah. Kind of, But it kind of gave the idea of what the gameplay is going to be like. Seems very gun-focused, except for Harley Quinn's more melee-focused. Okay. Now, why did DC... They've released a lot of movie trailers lately, haven't they? Yeah, they had their big event uh, the other day. They had okay. they released movie trailers and game trailers, kind of all in the same big event. Have they just been event. holding on to all this stuff? Like, I, what? I guess. We're going to release 10 movies at one time. Mm-hmm. I'm not into the Batman movie. The new one? Just Yeah, Robert Pat... Pat what's his name? Robert Patterson? Why? Because of him? Because he looks like he's going to cry in every shot. <laughs> Listen to me. So did Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man. That's you holding on to this, like, just give him a chance. I personally didn't like him. I think that I'm looking at a freaking thumbnail of his stupid face with yep. those dark eyes right now. Uh-huh. I think that's horrible. But if they just left his face out of the thumbnails, I think I'd be more excited to see it. Well, they got to put his face in the movie. Not always. I hear Judge Dredd didn't have his face in the movie. Yeah. Well, still. Did y'all, did y'all see that? Yeah. I, I didn't. I I didn't see the movie, but I know what you're talking about. I heard it was good. Yeah, I did. The too. remake of it. What yeah. movie? Judge, Judge Dredd. Dredd. Oh, okay. No one's seen it. I saw the first one. No. Yeah. That Batman, like the one scene in the trailer, is really cool when he beat the shit out of the guy. I was that like, was cool. Okay. Yeah. That was great. I I, I want to see more fight scenes where there's not a cut every five seconds and you mm-hmm. can't tell what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm happy with something like that. The the only other reason I'm kind of interested in the film is the guy playing the Riddler is a really damn good actor, Paul Dano. Oh, yeah. He played, did you see There Will Be Blood? 
He was the mm-hmm. preacher in there. Uh, yeah. With blood oh, yeah. He was next to. Um, yeah. Uh, fuck. Why am I forgetting it's his been a name? Long uh, time. Oh, uh, uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, Daniel Day Lewis. Who's a decent actor. So, <laughs> he's, yeah. Yeah, Dan- Daniel Day Lewis. He's okay. He's got some chops. But yeah, Paul Dano, I've, I've seen him in a couple things like, oh, God, that, that guy's a really good actor. So giving him the Riddler, you know, it's, it's silly. But if they're doing more of a detective thing, if it's written well, I could see it working. Again, you know. Oh, it could, this could be the best one yet. I mean, and that's the thing. It's all about the writing of it. I mean, when's DC ever let you down? Yeah. <laughs> Compared to what Marvel puts out, the, yeah, they, they are not up to par. I'm going to watch Wonder Woman when it comes out, 84. Is that when it is? I've never saw the first one. Yeah, yeah. It comes out take... in 2084. No, well, yes. no, it takes place in 1984, right? Right. Okay. But I'm like, okay, she's lasso in the lightning. Like this, this is what you do, DC. You do everything too far, and no one cares anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like just take it back a notch. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What, I think my favorite scene in like uh, Batman versus Superman was Wonder Woman stops criminals from robbing the bank. Super mm-hmm. simple. That was a great scene. Criminals are robbing the bank. Wonder Woman Loved saves it. the day. But I loved it. That was a great scene. In the Wonder Woman movie where she just had to cross the field? Yeah. Great scene. Mm-hmm. Then at the end, she's just fighting a PlayStation flying. 2 CG it's, villain. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. You've gone too far. And, yeah, I, I kind of agree with this trailer. That cheetah, Kristen yeah. Wiig is a cheetah lady. I love Kristen Wiig. I don't too. see her yeah, as a Wonder Woman villain. Yeah. She's great. She was great Enough. in Walter Mitty, uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Yeah. Do yourself a favor and watch that movie if you haven't. <laughs> I love it. That's an odd choice for Wonder Woman villain, Kristen Wiig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she's we'll she's fantastic, but I don't know. Yeah, I have no interest. I've not seen any of them, nor do I want to. Why do you hate women? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hate the, the titties. They're, they're misogynist. They're gross. You're going to be canceled on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I've never got into and I never thought Wonder Woman was uh, interesting. I didn't like the Wonder Woman movie. I thought it was very hokey. And it, I liked it until the end. Yeah, it was great it's until weird. the end. Yeah, it's like they ruined it. Yeah. Well, Thick doesn't think women can save the day. Are you crazy? Huh? My mom you- could kill us all. <laughs> With her shoe. <laughs> chonkla. Uh, yeah. The chonkla comes out. She yeah. could. Just yeah. destroy everybody. That's what I want to see. I want to see. Uh, well, God, that would be that would be very uh, akin to uh, Kung Fu Hustle. Oh yeah, that was a fun movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Just, uh, I want to see like a Spanish grandma get a chancla out and beat the shit out of a crowd of a hundred people. It's like the chancla. I'd pay to see that. Well, let's do a Kickstarter, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we'll make it happen. We'll raise yeah. money for that movie. Uh, so jumping off the movie topic for a minute, uh, our AC went out. Oh, last week Tuesday was such a hot day here at the here office. in the office yeah. yeah and Astro and I and Anthony are here and we knew some tricks we knew if we disabled the safeties of the, the uh, an HVAC system has we could probably get it running mm-hmm. so we disabled one of them we emptied the drip tray and I, I came in the night before and I got at work I was like okay as long as we keep an eye on it we should get, have cold air until the guy comes mm-hmm Nope. Next morning, it wasn't working. It was like a 90-something degree day. Uh, according to our thermometer in, in, in the office, it reached 88. 88 here in the yeah, office. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. gross. It was it was, a little, it was a little drippy. Yeah. Then Anthony comes in later, halfway through the day, because we're going to record Minecraft that night. And Anthony's like, well, did you disable both safeties? We're like, there's two safeties? Wait, both? What? What? Yeah, there's a backup. There's like a little pipe that has a little floater in it. Mm-hmm. And when it gets full of water, it floats up and shuts it off. Didn't know about that one. So then we disabled everything. Take that out, too. Now it runs. <laughs> yeah. Second half of the day was, was smooth sailing. Yep. 
So our AC runs, but it's extremely dangerous. Yeah, but then he came. Uh, yeah, I met him here yesterday the next morning. Day. Yeah, you know, we got it all fixed. Thank goodness. I don't mind being hot, but I hate being hot inside. Yeah. It's stuffier. Oh, I'd yeah. I'd be outside and be mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. I come mm-hmm. inside to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all spoiled air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah, we are. But outside's fine. I don't understand why people in the past built their houses the way they did. Like, at least in our area of the country. You look at these old houses, like a wood house, just hot. Like, why wouldn't you, like, dig a hole in the ground? You know how much cooler it is in the ground, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like barrier. You ever seen these uh, earth ships they build out in the southwest where they put these tires up and fill them full of earth and cover it in dirt? Yeah. And those things are pretty comfortable. Yeah. Well, a lot of southern houses, what they have, there's a lot of porch, so there's a lot of shade, mm-hmm. there's a lot of windows. Because during the summertime, you just open the windows and just yeah. let the air flow through. I'd be living underground. <laughs> You get used to it if you didn't know any better. Just like, ah, yeah, yeah it's but hot, it's summertime, it's hot, it's humid. Think Open about the windows. Because like, you know they knew this stuff because they would dig holes in the dirt and keep their canned vegetables and stuff kind of stored in there. Yeah, but when you're building, you got to now, everything's got to be waterproof. Everything's going to stay wet. You're in the ground, right? Yeah, that's where I'm going to live. It's going to get It's gonna get, <laughs> It's going to get wet. It's got to replace materials more. Yeah. Yep. Get soggy, wet, and mold. I'd be at the river every day. You ever walk down to the river? It's like 15 degrees oh, cooler. Yeah, cooler by the river. Love it by it's the true. river. It's true. I want to go to the river now. Oh, we should go to the river. Yeah, tube. Go to the river mm-hmm. and then build a some sort of a palace out of a stick, like that guy on the internet. Or with a, to build a palace <laughs> with the stick. You seen that guy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you're probably talking about a primitive technology. You know he wears a suit the rest of the week. Probably. He's probably like a lawyer or something. Then he puts yeah. his loincloth on, grabs his <laughs> stick. I'm going to go build something, make a video out of it. His videos are so, yeah, so interesting to watch. Ah. All it is is this guy in the woods making shit. Yeah, it's cool. And just like, he's making a kiln, he's uh, making a shack, just keeps going. Made a room on the side of a cliff. Mm-hmm. It's like 10 feet in the air. Yeah, it's nuts. It's awesome. Yeah, it's Made crazy. A jacuzzi. Uh huh. I like that. I like that kind of survival. I watched part of the show that Duralius recommended. Duralius isn't here. He's got a sore throat. But uh, he mentioned the, the show Alone. Yeah. yeah. What do you think so far? I watched about 10 minutes. I'm hooked. Yeah, I'm okay. going to watch, okay. I'm gonna watch more of it. check it okay. out. Okay. What season? Six. That's all that was available on Netflix. Okay. Oh, wow. Season so is six. I've been going a while. They're on I'm going to jump six right in. in. Six, yeah. But from what he, if I remember correctly, you can jump into any season, right? I would think so. So, because the season just follows a couple people in a survival situation. I believe so. Okay. There's any backstory. Yeah, yeah. So you don't need to see season five to understand what's happening in season six. I wouldn't think. I don't think so. New location in season six. It all resets. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm looking forward to that too. Yeah, I need to check it out. We could enter that. Like, if we ever decide we just we're not gaming anymore, we could enter one of those reality races or survival shows sure. together just start doing survival shows yeah so this yeah. might be unfair because we've been surviving together for like 10 years now right yeah. and then we go in and we we set up a hut we get our stick and our mud mm-hmm. we make a hut harvest some metal yep catch some fish feed simon i want to i mm-hmm. want to survive i want to go out there and survive with well probably not with you guys you guys will kill me <laughs> but kill you and but, eat you, <laughs> yeah, probably. But the first to go, probably. But it would be fun. It would be fun. Why do you I, think other people wouldn't kill you? I often think, well, they probably would too. But it would take them longer to kill me because they're not as sick of me yet. I could be charming in the beginning. 
Uh-huh. And my charm is is wasted on you guys because you guys don't <laughs> you, it it doesn't work yeah. anymore. <laughs> you know we're over it. Yeah, way over it. <laughs> You've been over it for a better part of eight years. I would like to see you on an episode of Survivor, though. I think you'd make a good addition to that show. Probably would. Or naked and afraid. Yeah. I never want to do naked and afraid, but I would like to go do you out. You just not want to be naked, or do you don't want to survive? Well, why be naked? Let's not start off. You know, give me some clothes, and then if I happen to get naked because you know I I st- got on caught on fire or something, then so be it. Okay. You can make clothes. I've seen several of those episodes where the first thing the lady does is I'm making a bra. Mm-hmm. This guy's oogling me. I can tell. <laughs> I'm gonna build a bra this. remover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you get to bring one item on that show, right? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you could bring a onesie. Oh. Huh. Maybe a romper. I, I doubt it. Usually, it's like a, a, a knife or yeah. something to help light a fire. I brought a a pajama onesie. It's got bunny ears on it and feet. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> oh god, they would love that'd that. Be fun. Just cut that you guys sleeping. The ladies naked, and you're just in this big bunny outfit. <laughs> yep. Bunny pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> it's freezing outside. Oh god. Nice and toasty over here. Mm. <laughs> well, man, Neves, you've had some good ideas for some reality type travel shows. You should try uh-huh. writing one of those. Th- I remember one you had. It was like, what's that? What's that show that you race around the world? Is it the Amazing Race? Uh huh. The Amazing Race, but like you're teamed up with somebody who you don't know how to speak their language. They don't know how to speak your language, so you have to learn how to communicate with each other. Yeah. How cool would that be? That's a very simple concept That'd of be like awesome. St- these people have to learn how to communicate with each other. Drawing pictures, doing hand gestures, yeah, whatever. That, that same situation would work great on a, in a survival show as well. Yeah, survival and travel, yeah. That was the, the beginning of that awful King Kong movie. Remember with Sam yeah. Jackson? Was it's it? like the two pilots. That the, was the, the Asian best pilot. part of the movie. It was. The Asian pilot and the American pilot landed. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're both this like... They're going to have to work together yeah. to, to, uh, to survive enemies. on this crazy island. Yeah. They Until were... they realized they were each other's only hope. Yeah. So I want to see that movie. Like, that would have been way more interesting than what they did. Yeah. Yep. That was like a five-minute scene, and then, like, we're flashing forward to the future, and now Sam Jackson's here. He's going to yell at the Unreasonable the, the Sam Jackson is here. <laughs> <laughs> now, and also John back, C. Riley for some reason. Like, if you want to do a spinoff movie, they should go back and do that story. Yeah. Those two surviving and yeah. and figuring out whatever just, they do with that monkey. It's a great concept right at the beginning because, yeah, you have two characters that are obviously antagonistic towards each other, and you put them in a survival situation. Mm-hmm. I'm in. All right, I want to see where this goes. I'm interested. No, that's not where the movie went. Do it, King Kong movie people. Yeah. Now they're doing Godzilla versus Kong. That's the next travesty coming from them. Oh, boy. It's never been a genre I've been into, but I got friends that love Me the too. giant monster genre. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I I mean, you would think then it's a very big market in Asia, right? Yeah, I think it's all over the world, yeah. But but that particular market because that's where they were originally made. I'm assuming they were they were very popular over there as well as over here. Yes. So I would think that they probably make a ton of money on a film like that even if it didn't do great here, it'd probably kill it worldwide in the Asian markets, yeah. I don't get it. I never understood it. I never liked it. I was I used they were on TV when I was a kid and I'd I'd rather watch like <laughs> Abbott and Costello 
and and I did. I'm that old. Then yeah, uh, I think by the time I, I I even saw my first King Kong or Godzilla movie, I had seen movies with much better special effects, and like you could tell it was a guy in a suit, and it was just like it's a little hokey, but just not interested at all. For me, you've heard me talk about things I don't like, uh, like zombies. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing for me. It's a big monster who really yes. has no personality or no motive. It's just let's let's either befriend or take down the big monster that has no motive. Well, I think you Godzilla have... had a motive and a personality. The, the the newest one, I'm sorry, not not the latest one, but the the first one of the American version that they tried to make. I kind of enjoyed. It wasn't perfect. It had um Walter White in it from uh, right. Breaking Bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. Brian Cranston. Yeah, but they you know got rid of him halfway through the movie. But he was uh the reason that that Godzilla movie started to work is because of him. You understood his character. You liked his character. You were following his character. His mm-hmm. character disappears from the movie. But kind of the same thing with zombie movies. Like, the zombies can't be the focal point. Mm-mm. The zombies have to be this thing that exists in the universe. Um, but you have to really focus on the characters and character drama in order to make a, to make a good zombie movie. Same thing with Godzilla. Godzilla is just kind of a background thing that is happening. It's like, right. oh, it's fucking giant monsters tearing everything up. What do we got to do? Focus on the characters. Mm-hmm. Don't focus on the monster. You care about the guy and the girl that are trying to save the day. Yeah, but even the um, Godzilla kind of had a motivation in that, and it was it was fun to see the military in the first one kind of come around as like, oh wait, this big monster is trying to kill the big monster that's fucking up our cities. Let's help this big monster. It's work with him, kind of the thing. And Godzilla kind of became the hero, okay, of sorts. Like hey, that was kind of fun. Okay. But yeah, once Brian Cranston's left that movie, it's it just uninteresting. I bet you'd be the best movie, though, like for me, because I, I go into it thinking it was going to be so awful, and I probably come out so pleasantly surprised. It's, it, wasn't, it wasn't terrible, but the, uh, the second one they made had some cool concepts in it, but the character stuff was awful. Anytime they cut the humans, I was like, oh, fuck. But the monster stuff in that was really good. Like any of the monsters fighting, the visual effects and everything, fantastic. Human stuff, terrible. If they could figure out the human stuff... I, I you can you I think you can make a good Godzilla. Movie. I bet you you could. It's the human it's the human stuff. I need the human stuff. Yeah. Godzilla should be the B story. Yes. Yes. Like the A story could be any classic. Mhm. Crash in a wedding. Tootsie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I got to dress like a woman to hang out with my kids. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> yeah. Or my dog plays basketball. Right. Right. And then there's the sure. Godzilla story. The story. <laughs> yeah. What's going on in the Oh background. my god. Yeah, this is perfect. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire, but Godzilla's happening it is funny. Listen, that could really work as also an animated series. So come on, we got, we got, well, we can do this. Let's do the Kickstarter. 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 Kickstarter animated series. Mrs. Doubtfire meets Godzilla. There's your, there's your log line right there. There you go. That'll get those, that'll get those movie executives wet. Or maybe it's like Roxanne, where Godzilla. Likes a lady Godzilla. See, now you're focusing on Godzilla. No, Godzilla. No. Godzilla's B story. B-shank. story. Godzilla's B story. It's a love story. Okay. All right, well. If we're, if we're going back to A story. No, 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 yeah, right. go, yeah. Well, we're, we're getting away from the humans. Exactly. Right. Focus on Godzilla. And that's why we're... Whispering to Godzilla, like, tell her a poem. Tell her a poem. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no. What you're doing is bad. Okay. That was the T-Rex. <laughs> there's no T-Rex. No, no, there's... <laughs> oh, I mean, that was the... The Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> that was Godzilla. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't put a Godzilla in Ark yet, you know? 
Oh, Why not? The closest, so thing, the closest thing was some of those uh, Titans in yeah. that one map. Yeah. Extinction. Uh, no. Blocked God, it from my memory. All, they all blend together. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Godzilla looking thing, saddle, breeze, ultra rays, gamma rays. I don't know. I don't know my rays very well. well the, then you got to put a Mothra. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what an odd choice for a giant creature. Mothra? Yeah. yeah like, they, you know, you did Godzilla. It's like, ah, it's a giant, like, T-Rex lizard creature. Yeah, what do we follow that up with? With a giant moth. How about a, a <laughs> bee? Nah. No, we take a moth. A moth. We said a moth. We said a big moth. <laughs> a moth? Yeah. Really? Out of all the creatures that you know, we a have. Ladybug? Could have been oh, a yeah. scorpion or a... <laughs> right, yeah, something dangerous. Been cool. It's a yeah. cultural thing. Like, what is? what's that show... That they got all the different colors and they're teenagers and they and it's a really Power sh- Rangers. Yes, Power <laughs> Rangers. All those weird ass freaking <laughs> villains in there too. Like you see those weird ass things that they fight. Crazy yeah, ass not moths. No, they're just but creatures. they're crazy ass creatures. Like yes, you know. And I'm just saying that the Asians are into that shit. They might be. I'm just saying, like a moth was a weird. A choice. moth is a weird choice, just like all those other weird choices that they made in that other Asian. Yeah, show. but those are weird in like a creative way. A moth a isn't moth. traditionally dangerous. No, that's what he's saying. A giant moth is, but a giant hornet is more dangerous. Yeah, yeah. And way more fun. There you go. You you tit I tat, <laughs> right? I don't know what that means. Neither do I. Yeah. That's why we're ending. Okay. Okay. That's why the show's over. A fly would have been more interesting than my life. Fly spit acid. Oh, great. A fly. Well, flies just vomit all over the place. That would have been wonderful. Exactly. I was yeah. starving. Let's wrap this up. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm right. hungry, too. See but you seriously, later. Thank you for being here. We all think you're great. Yeah, you're awesome. Have a nice day. Enjoy yourself. Better get those documents. Better get those documents. Look at me flying way up in the sky. Everyone jealous at my back and fly. Gonna get those documents, yeah. Hey, Neebs, hop in. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I grenaded myself. <laughs>